0: 1420 WBSM presents Ray Lance of the USA Wealth Group. It's time to get your finances in order. MoneyWise starts now. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to MoneyWise. Today is a very unusual day. It's a very special day. Today is Memorial Day 2020 in the United States, it's a federal holiday. And it's probably going to be the first time in a very long time that we're not seeing parades and celebrations and graveside ceremonies and so forth to commemorate Memorial Day. But it is an important day, and it's an important day in my family and probably in the lives of many other people listening today. But welcome to MoneyWise, brought to you every week by USA Wealth Group. And I'd like to say, first of all, good morning to attorney Tenny Lance. Good morning, Tenny.
1: Good morning. Good morning, everyone.
0: And Tenny is here, and I am here. We're broadcasting from our in-office studio at 352 Fonts Corner Road, which is the location of our offices. So I think I've mentioned this a number of times to you now. We now have all the radio equipment, the microphones, the headphones, the computers, and everything set up to be able to do our radio show from the office. Maybe you would like to be a guest on the radio show sometime.
1: Oh, that would be a good idea to get people to do that.
0: So this is an open invitation. If you think you have something special you might like to contribute to the Moneywise show sometime, get back in touch with me, Ray Lance, at 508-998-8858, and we'll talk about the topics, and maybe we'll have you come in and be a guest. But there's another way we could do this, Tenny, as I'm thinking— Maybe somebody has a special organization they belong to that they would like to promote. Maybe it has something to do with planning or legal planning or financial planning. And maybe they'd like to come in and talk about their particular organization. We've never really thought about that before, have have we?
1: No, but I think it's a great idea. It would open up the program to more people and get people really involved.
0: Right. We do on occasion bring guests into the Uh, studio to talk and we haven't done it for a little while primarily because of what's happening with the virus situation in the country but let's begin and talk about memorial day one of the things that i've always been proud of in my family is the fact that my grandfather my father me and our son peter were all um, in the marine corps we're all marines and um my grandfather and my father both served active duty in military wars, military conflicts. My grandfather was in World War I. He fought in the trenches in France against the Germans in World War I. He was wounded, received the Purple Heart. Um, he was not killed, obviously. He came back and had a long career with the post office. And then my dad, who has the same name that I do, except I'm a junior, served for 20 years in the Marines, and he fought and saw a lot of active duty throughout the Pacific in World War II, and later he also fought in the Korean War. He also was wounded and received the Purple Heart. So they're both uh, exceptional veterans in my mind, but this is not a day that we celebrate veterans. This is a day that we celebrate as a federal holiday people who died while serving in a military action in, in on behalf of our country. So we don't want to confuse Memorial Day, first of all, with Veterans Day. Memorial Day is strictly a day for remembering the men and women who died while serving, while Veterans Day, in the fall, celebrates the service of all U.S. military veterans.
1: And Memorial Day for our family is also a day to remember others who died who may not have been in the military but are important to us. That, uh, that day we always plan on planting at the gravesides and, and remembering them, whether it's your mom, my mom and dad, your dad in a, in a separate cemetery and mm-hmm. so forth.
0: Right. So Memorial Day is a federal holiday. Um, in many respects, it's a little bit indistinguishable from some of the other days that have gone by because a lot of people have been confined at home, unable to go to work, and so forth. But the last Monday of May is celebrated as Memorial Day. It was originally called Decoration Day after the American Civil War in 1868, which is, by the way, the costliest war in terms of uh, dead and, and wounded of any conflict the United States has ever been involved in. Pretty remarkable when you think about that.
1: Yes, it is. And the virus that we're suffering with now is killing even more people than that.
0: Well, not quite. It has already taken more lives than uh, people who lost their lives in Vietnam. Right. But the Civil War, uh, there was, I forget the number, uh, six or 800,000 dead in, uh, world, in the Civil War. So... Uh, We don't want to confuse Memorial Day with Veterans Day. It did begin as Decorations Day after the American Civil War in 1868. Uh, The first time it was celebrated, according to history, was a Memorial Day kind of an observance in Charleston, South Carolina in 1865. And missionaries and teachers and black residents of Charleston organized something called a May Day ceremony in 1865. It was widely reported in uh, New York newspapers and New York Tribune and other national papers. And basically they created um, the precedent for this happening now. So the first Memorial Day, uh, interestingly, was actually invented by African Americans in Charleston, South Carolina. And what you had at that time was... uh, A lot of black Americans who were recently freed from slavery, and they were announcing to the world with their flowers and their songs and so forth what the war had been all about. Uh, Almost they were creating like an Independence Day or of a, a second American Revolution. But coming to more modern times, it wasn't until 1966, in May 26, 1966, President Lyndon Johnson signed a presidential proclamation and he named Waterloo, New York as the birthplace of Memorial Day. And um, I'm not sure why there's a conflict, but at least in the North, Memorial Day events uh, were held in 1868 at 183 different ceremonies. So we go back to 1865, then in 1868, it was celebrated in all different parts of the country and the different traditions in the south and from the north sometimes. Gettysburg became a well-known location, uh, also in 1868. But the name gradually changed from what's called Decoration Day to Memorial Day, and that happened in 1882. Tenny, you're a history buff, so I know you like some of this information. But people forget how long Memorial Day goes back, don't they?
1: Yes, and and it became a a sort of a day of conflict between the North and the South because um, the South was not necessarily ready to celebrate the end of the Civil War in 1868. So it's a different kind of day in the North than it is in the South.
0: But I think the history is really interesting because... Here's what happens typically on Memorial Day, and I'm hoping that some of that will still happen today on Memorial Day as we're celebrating this, this anniversary. The United States flag is raised quickly to the top of the flagpole, top of the staff, and then it's lowered slowly to the half-staff position. But it's supposed to remain in the half-staff position only until noontime. And at that point at noontime, it's supposed to be raised again to full-staff for the rest of the day. I bet you didn't know that.
1: I did actually know that, and that's uh, the means of honoring the dead.
0: Right. It's it's like a symbolic recognition, isn't it? Right. So again, today is the day that we celebrate those men and women who have died in service to the country, died in battle. Um, we don't really celebrate too much the... Um, Selling or wearing of poppies. We used to do that a lot more in this country. You'll still see it once in a while in front of a Walmart store, for example, on Memorial Day or just around Memorial Day weekend. And they'll sell poppies to raise for veterans' benefits and veterans um, uh, anything that can be celebrated.
1: To, to honor the veterans. To honor the
0: veterans. But the uh, sharing of the poppies actually began around 1915 in World War One, and it began with a Canadian uh, doctor. His name was uh, Colonel John McCrae, and he wrote this poem called In Flanders Field. I'm not gonna read that today or recite it. I don't memorize it anyway. But that's where, in Flanders Field, the poppies grow and so forth.
1: Between the hedges, row on row.
0: So that began in 1915. It was written by a Canadian doctor and Canadians are much more used to celebrating the wearing of poppies. So if you happen to be in Canada on Memorial Day or about that time, you'll see lots and lots of Canadians wearing poppies.
1: Which you can't do now because the borders are closed.
0: <laughs> yes, the borders are closed. Well, um, <clears throat>
1: in any case, what I think is always uh, brings a tear to my eye is the reading of the Gettysburg Address. Uh, in almost all Memorial Day observances, Abraham Lincoln's address is, is read. Mm-hmm.
0: Now that I know from memory. Would you like me to start? Yes. Four score and seven years ago, our fathers brought forth. Four fathers. There's a debate about that. Brought forth <laughs> upon this continent a new nation conceived in liberty and dedicated to the proposition that all men are created equal. Now we are engaged in a great civil war
1: testing, whether that nation or any, any nation so conceived, so conceived and, and so dedicated can, dedicated can long endure. endure.
0: We are met upon a great battlefield of that war. That's about as far as I can <laughs> remember without looking at the words.
1: <laughs> I agree. I get lost there also. <laughs>
0: but in the past, I have been able to recite that whole Getty- Gettysburg Address.
1: Just the ending that is important.
0: Yes. <laughs> Amen.
1: <laughs> no. No. <laughs>
0: Okay, and that this nation of under pe- God under God, of the people, by, by the, people, the people, and for the, the people shall not perish, perish from, from the earth. earth. congratulations, I didn't know that you knew it also. <laughs> <laughs> well, sorry about that, ladies and gentlemen. Um, there are a few things that are important, so memorial day is is really an important event. I am not sure that it's a good thing to say happy Memorial Day, I want to sort of throw out a challenge because we're broadcasting this at 8 o'clock in the morning on Memorial Day, and wouldn't it be a nice thing, we're not going to have parades today in the area, wouldn't it be a nice event if somebody who was a good bugle player could appear at some of the cemeteries and some of the military monuments in our area and play taps? Wouldn't that be a nice thing to do?
1: It would. It, looked, is, it is such a sad year.
0: I looked and I looked uh, to see if there were any if there was anything taking place of that nature, and I haven't seen anything, but if anybody is a good uh, trumpet player and would like to go play taps at one of our monuments, I think it would be a wonderful thing to do.
1: I wonder what's being done at the Vietnam Memorial in Fall River, for example probably can't do anything
0: well did you say the vietnam memorial yes okay so that's under construction right now i'm actually going to talk about that in a little bit um it is under construction all the name plates have been made it was uh, they had their groundbreaking ceremony about a year ago and it's expected and it's hoped that by veterans day this fall they will actually have their formal dedication ceremony and opening ceremony and I sure want to be there when that happens here's a quotation from Henry Wadsworth Longfellow a very famous American poet in our country they are dead but they live in each patriot's breast and their names are engraven on honor's bright crest I've always uh, liked uh, him I've always liked him as a poet Yes. But there are a lot of good things we want to talk about today. So I I want to remind folks that we do have memorials in our area. And I'm not going to begin to try to discuss what's open and what's closed. I know that in the Klasky Park in New Bedford, we have our Korean War Memorial. And that was dedicated in 2011, um, almost 20 years ago. And that monument lists 36 servicemen from New Bedford, Fairhaven, and Kushnet who died in the Korean War. And that has special memory for me as well because my dad served in Korea. And, uh, you know, I respect that. He was actually in Korea and away from the family for a little over a year.
1: What I always remember about your dad and his service there um, was how much he always hated the cold after that. If if people remember, the fighting there around the reservoir was during the December, I believe it was, January time frame. Right. Um, there's a wonderful book that was written about um, the Korean War. It's called The Forgotten Hours. Uh,
0: I haven't read it yet. It's
1: it's just a it's a wonderful book by Bruce Catton. Is the
0: word "frozen" in the title?
1: The frozen hours. Yeah, I won't remember exactly the name of it, but it's it's. uh,
0: Well, the war itself was sometimes called the forgotten war, and yeah, sometimes it's been debated whether it was a a police action or an actual war. Um, It's a war that still has no surrender or peace terms signed. We still have a North Korea and a South Korea and a demilitarized zone in in Korea. And it's like the war that never ended. So it's very unusual. Well, our our day today is uh, Memorial Day, and we do hope that you take the time to think about that fact. You're not going to be able to see a parade today. There won't be any public events at military monuments and military memorials. But if you have a chance to drive by any of them or be near any of them, just remember the purpose of Memorial Day is to remember the the dead who died in uh, various wars. And I'd like to give a quotation from John Kennedy, John F. Kennedy. "'Let every nation know, whether it wishes us well or ill, "'that we shall pay any price, bear any burden, "'meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. That was John F. Kennedy who said that.
1: Yep, that was one of the finest quotes ever.
0: Teddy, before we move on to a couple of other things, was there anything else uh, historically that you wanted to mention? And while you're doing that, I do want to mention and talk about briefly the Vietnam Veterans Memorial is under construction right now as we speak and this particular month is actually the official start date of the construction the dedication was last year they might have done some work on the base i'm not sure but um, the actual work is scheduled to begin the second week in may this month and uh, it has had a lot of funding from private individuals from fundraising events and then also from the commonwealth of massachusetts Uh, governor baker came through with some funds. I think it was like $600,000 to pay for some of the gap they had to uh, recover in order to build it. I think it's going to be a wonderful thing when it opens up. It's going to be in Bicentennial Park in Fall River and along with the Iwo Jima Memorial and other monuments. I haven't been there for a while, so I've forgotten exactly what's there. But it'll be one location in Fall River where there will be monuments and memorials to all the branches of the service.
1: And the state was, um, was particularly important in getting that park begun. It, as you said, it's called the Bicentennial Park, and it was begun um, in the Dukakis era and the, at the time of the Bicentennial of the country. So we're grateful for the state involvement in that um, wonderful memorial over there.
0: Well, a couple of things you might want to know about this. First of all, uh, it is in the Bicentennial Park where they're going to be creating, and now under construction, the Vietnam Veterans Memorial Wall. This is a $1.5 million project. It will be our region's only permanent replica of the Vietnam War Memorial, which is in Washington, D.C., uh, we have visited that before.
1: Is it a quarter scale? What's the scale?
0: Um, oh, gosh, I, I I don't have that information. I wanted to say it was an 80% scale.
1: Yeah, it's, it's pretty large. It's not like some of the ones that tour and are smaller.
0: Well, we have had the uh, traveling wall in this area before. I know that came to the campus of UMass Dartmouth at one point. Right. And I visited the traveling wall when it was there. We have visited the permanent wall in Washington, D.C., And whether you know somebody who's on there or not, it is so impressive to be there. It is so impressive to see people leave flowers. Uh, You'll see people there in tears.
1: You can't help but be in tears as you walk along and see those, what is it, fifty-five, fifty-eight thousand 58,000 names, something like that.
0: Yeah, I I think it's around 53,000 if I remember from my memory banks here. But... um, I think you'll have the same experience in Fall River. In fact, I know you will.
1: Yes, You can't absolutely. help
0: but regard this as an emotional event. There are many, many people in our area who are living um, Vietnam veterans. Um, I'm sure they will be out in force on that particular day. My own brother, whose name is Ron, served in Vietnam. He was in Saigon. He served in the Army, and he was um, in the military police. He was a military policeman in saigon he had a lot of unpleasant experiences um sometimes the kids would sneak up from the backside and take a soda can and throw it inside the kiosk that he was in with his weapon and he didn't know if it was a grenade or not so he would go flying out of it and they thought that was hysterical to watch
1: it's still incredible to me how much uh your brother feels about that experience. He can't talk about it. He's never talked about it to anybody in his family.
0: No, it, it creates emotional scars for many, many people. And it took my brother a long time to be willing to go down and get checked out for his hearing loss. So he now has a, a disability from the Veterans Administration for hearing loss. Um, he was exposed to a lot of explosions, weapons firing, and so forth. He, w- he didn't stay in the kiosk the whole time. And he did see a lot of death, and he was, in fact, exposed to Agent Orange, as were many of the people who were there.
1: Maybe we should begin to talk a little bit now about veterans' benefits. Yeah, we can like do that. I'd like to mention to that.
0: a couple of quick things first, if we may. So one of the fundraising things the Vietnam uh, Wall Memorial Committee has done In Fall River, and they've done an amazing job. Joe Marshall has been uh, the lead of that organization. Uh, A great group of people have served and still serve in that committee. I urge anybody who's interested to visit their website and watch the progress of the wall as it's being constructed as soon as you can get out to do it. But there's a local artist named Brian Fox who does magnificent paintings, And he was commissioned specifically to do a painting that's labeled um, at the top, Forgotten Heroes. And at the bottom it has um, sort of an image of the Vietnam Wall, and below that it says, Never Forget. You know, it took a long time for this country to acknowledge uh, the Vietnam vets. They were considered to be um, people that didn't deserve respect for a long time. They were ridiculed, they were laughed at. It was the times that we were going through, and well, it was it
1: was extremely difficult to know what to do at that point in time. I mean, nobody really believed in the war. Very few people did, uh, and yet you were drafted. What were you to do? Were you to be a conscientious objector, which was difficult? Uh, perhaps go to Canada. People were just so confused, and and so the folks who so valiantly really did not get any respect for many years decades
0: yeah there was a lot of anti-war sentiment Um, when vets finished when vets in vietnam finished their tour and were sent home they were told when they arrived they should arrive in civilian clothes and not their uniforms for example because they would be uh, subject to harassment or demonstrations and so forth if they arrived in uniform it was an awful time in the country it was you know i'm 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 proud of anybody that served there, anybody that serves their country. I'm certainly proud of my brother. So, this artist, Brian Fox, created this wonderful painting, I guess I'm going to call it. And it's very realistic. It shows four vets in the field. Um, one's helping, another who has a bandage over his eye. Uh, several of them are carrying weapons. And this was commissioned. Um, and prints were sold. Uh, We bought a couple of the prints here. You can buy the prints within all 48 states, uh, stateside, and also Alaska and um, Hawaii. Uh, It doesn't include framing, but if you served in Vietnam, I think you might want to take a look at this painting and get one yourself. Um,
1: When we can open the office again. We welcome people to come in and, and look at the one that we have. It's extremely dramatic. It's moving. It's um, it's forceful. It's
0: yep. I actually purchased two of these. I bought one for myself to have on our wall in the office, and I bought one for my brother. And this was done also to help in the fundraising. The other significant thing that's being done uh, by the committee is they're selling bricks. So you can buy a brick... Um, probably with somebody's name on it who served in Vietnam or memory of somebody who even died in Vietnam, and they'll be implanted um, in a pathway in Bicentennial Park. It's another way to do fundraising for that. And I've done that before, so the paintings that I purchased were to help with the fundraising, and it's also something I felt I would be proud to display in my office. Um because my father and my grandfather both served in the Marines, uh, we have visited several times the Marine Corps Museum, which is in Quantico, Virginia, and when I was down there, they were also selling bricks, so I ordered brick a brick for my grandfather and a brick for my father, and they're engraved with the time they served, their name, and their rank, and they're now part of a permanent pathway that goes along there. Although I visited there a couple of times, I haven't been back since they put the bricks in the ground, but I I wanna get back there sometime this year, hopefully, to see them.
1: Someday, hopefully, we can move around again freely.
0: So um, there are a number of ways you can remember people. There are a number of ways you can support people and certainly support the uh, Vietnam Memorial Wall. And by the way, this is the only permanent wall recreation in our whole region and the only one in Massachusetts right now.
1: There are only four in the country, I believe.
0: This is the fourth one in the country yep. as a recreation. I believe yep. it's an 80% scale. Yeah. And um, because it's located in Fall River, if you draw a circle with a 50-mile radius, there cannot be another one built within that radius. So this is, this is really a very special memorial for uh, those who served in Vietnam and those who died in Vietnam. Tenny, let's talk just a little bit about some of the benefits of uh, that might be available to veterans in general, because I think that's important.
1: Yes, there are. Um, first of all, every community in Massachusetts, uh, as you may know, has a veterans agent. They may be full-time or part-time, but every single community has a veterans agent. And the state of Massachusetts Has considered veterans to be important enough that they have a special funding program for the veterans uh, who are in need. And so if you are a veteran and you have some sort of physical or financial need, I encourage you to go talk to your veterans agent. They are, all of them, without a doubt, um, the most. Helpful and concerned and wonderful people to just go talk to. So that's a, that's something you can do. There is also a federal uh, program for veterans that many of you may be familiar with, uh, to the extent that if you are uh, in need of medical care and you have a certain percentage of disability caused by military service, you can receive different types of medical benefits. My brother, for example, and your brother um, have hearing aids now as a result of veterans' benefits. And those being extremely expensive, it's a wonderful thing to be able to uh, have that bought for them. Um, But if you are totally disabled and you are in need of care, there is a program called Aid and Attendance. It's a federal program, you apply for it federally. It's something that uh, many people are not necessarily familiar with, but it can bring a veteran who is perhaps homebound and in need of care, upwards of 2,000 plus dollars a month to help pay for that care. So don't forget out there if you are in need, to think about the program that's available through the Veterans Administration.
0: So there's really two sources of veterans benefits then. One is state benefits and one is federal benefits.
1: Yes the state benefits are much more limited. Uh, They are much less money but nevertheless they can make a difference to lots of people who may be in need. So if you're a veteran and you have a need for certain kinds of uh, things. Maybe you need shelter, maybe you need food. Go and talk with your veterans agent. And if you are a disabled veteran, please think about the aid and attendance program.
0: Here's a couple of quotations I'd like to give you that I think are on point for today. Uh, John McHugh said, as America celebrates Memorial Day, We pay tribute to those who have given their lives in our nation's wars. And again, remember what the purpose of Memorial Day is, which is to celebrate those who have died in service to the country. Nathan Hale, a famous patriot, is in Nathan Hale Park in New Haven, Connecticut, for example. I only regret that I have but one life to lose for my country. I think a lot of people have heard that quotation before. Yes. And... This is not, well, let me give you a quotation from Mark Twain. I think this is appropriate also. Patriotism is supporting your country all the time and your government when it deserves it. (laughs) I've always liked that quotation. Mark Twain.
1: Oh, he was so pithy.
0: (laughs) Yes, he was indeed. So I'd like to mention, ladies and gentlemen, that if you want to ever talk to Tenny about veterans' benefits and what might be available to you or your family or to a widow or a widower of a veteran. Tenny is a certified veteran specialist and although she does a lot of training in that area and has had to show her capacity and competence in the area, she's not allowed to charge uh, a penny for services that she gives and it's just something that she does and the law firm does as a way to be of service uh, back to the country and back to the veterans who served. You know, I remember having the discussion, Tenny, about my own brother, and I could see that he had a hearing loss, and he said, "Uh, well, I didn't really do that much. I don't think I should apply for veterans' benefits. And I said, you know, don't be nuts. I said, you served, you probably have a hearing loss, and maybe other things, and he does. He's got heart issues and other matters right now, probably attributable to being exposed to Agent Orange, for example. And one of the things that I said to him that I thought was very important at the time and still do is, if you don't want to do it for yourself, Ron, do it for your wife. Because maybe there are benefits that she'll be entitled to continue after you're gone if you go before she does. So don't be too proud to look into veterans' benefits. Give Tenny a call. I guess I would probably say that the starting point ought to be your local veteran's office, right, Tenny?
1: Yes. As and I said, those those veteran's agents are really terrific folk. They care. They truly do, and they will help.
0: And every city or town is required to have a veteran's office and a veteran's agent. Yep. That's the importance that we put on it in this country. Yep. So aid and attendance is a way to aid and attendance. Uh, does that benefit the, the veteran or the the spouse of a veteran, or both. Well,
1: it could be either. And um, the VA is very literal. This money is (laughs) supposed to pay for aid and attendance. If somebody is ill and unable to um, move around their surroundings or uh, toilet themselves or take showers or whatever, this money is intended to pay for those who would aid that person and give them attendance at home or even in a nursing facility
0: so i hope that people have an opportunity today to um, celebrate veterans day Uh, i'm sorry memorial day I'm, i'm looking at veterans benefits here and thinking veterans day we're celebrating memorial day
1: well most people think of memorial day as the start of summer it's the time to go to the beach and have a good time right and we have to think about the real meaning and the real purpose of the, the uh, federal holiday.
0: There's a gentleman named Eric Burden who once said, On Memorial Day, I don't want to only remember the combatants. There were also those who came out of the trenches as writers and poets who started preaching peace, men and women who have made this world a kinder place to live. So there are a lot of people who sacrificed for Memorial Day, and that's what we want to remember. Today. I'm
1: truly going to miss parades on Memorial Day because I just love to go and watch um, all the units, the police and the fire and the the veterans, veterans themselves, Boy Scouts, Girl Scouts, all those folk who usually march in Memorial Day parades in memory of those who died. I'm going to miss it a lot.
0: And hopefully next year when we have Memorial Day, we can have some of our local veterans and veterans agents on the show with us, which we've done in the past, but decided not to do this year because of the uh, coronavirus. So I'd like to uh, basically switch gears for just a minute, Tenny and talk a little bit about taxes because taxes are really important right now. Uh, For anybody who has a business, this is brand new information. There's something available called the employee retention credit. So if you had to close shop, close your business, or reduce hours because of a governmental order, think of the state of Massachusetts order, non-essential businesses had to close. Um, and if you had to do that, reduce hours, or if you gross receipts in the quarter, so take the first quarter of this year, January, February, and March. We've been really pretty hard hit uh, during that quarter. Uh, And also second quarter could also count. Um, April, May are still very much impacted economically and possibly into June. If your gross receipts during any quarter, let's say it's first quarter or second quarter, have declined by more than 50% when compared to first quarter or second quarter, let's say, of 2019, then you can be entitled to some uh, particular benefits, Tax-exempt groups can also qualify. You may get qualify for a credit of 50% of up to as much as $10,000 in qualified wages uh, paid to employees. Um, I've got written information on this I'm happy to provide, but there are a lot of tax benefits that will be helpful to people who have had a business and have had to close or reduce hours or lay off employees uh, during this time period.
1: That would seem to apply to virtually everybody but Amazon and maybe Walmart and <laughs> some drug stores. It's been such a tough time.
0: Yep. Some other um, information, uh, this sounds a little awful, but I need to tell you, if, um, if you have a deceased person, they're not eligible to receive their economic impact stimulus payment. If somebody got a stimulus payment for someone who died, you're supposed to return it. They will find out about it and catch up with it eventually. Secondly, I've had complaints still on this one. Some people expecting paper stimulus checks will have to wait for months. Um, So if you don't have the ability to have a stimulus check go into a bank account um, electronically and you're waiting for a paper check, you could still be waiting months for that. Here's a question I've had some people ask me already. Uh, Most people know that if you have an IRA account, you don't have to take your minimum distribution this year in 2020. Uh, It's called the RMD. Um, I just talked to somebody two days ago about the very same subject. They don't need the money this, this year, and why take it and pay taxes on it? So they're not taking their minimum distribution on their IRA account. But the question comes up, Does that same rule apply if you've got a 401K and you're retired but you held on to your old 401K or a 403B or a 457B? If you've got one of those kinds of plans and you've been taking minimum distributions in the past, again, you don't have to take a minimum distribution from those plans either. So that's important to know. Um, The last thing I want to say quickly on taxes is that Some people have received uh, paycheck protection loans. It's called the PPP program. And let's say you use some of those monies to pay for rent or insurance uh, and so forth. And you now pay out those expenses. You're not allowed to take the money in, use it for those expenses, and then also claim it as a deduction on your income tax that, well, I paid out taxes and I paid rent so I'm going to deduct it because it would be like double dipping if you did that. You'd be deducting the expense but you're also getting reimbursed for the expense. So that makes some common sense. And once again, if anybody would like a copy of that, um, I get a lot of this material out of the uh, Kiplinger tax letter which I subscribe to and I find that to be very helpful. So, Tenny, um, what do you think about when you think about Memorial Day? What have we done traditionally and historically? We've gone to watch a parade?
1: Two, two important things about memorial, well three if I think of them. Um, one, we almost always go to a parade. Often our son Peter is marching in a parade because he's a member of the volunteer fire squad for District One in Dartmouth. So we would go and, and um, wave to him and be proud of him. Um, secondly, we almost always I do anyway, and often my daughter Catherine, will go to decorate the graves of our family up in the Worcester area. There's uh grandmas and grandpas and mothers and fathers and brothers and all kinds of folk there and we wanna remember them just just as you do for Memorial Day. You remember the dead. So we'll go As somebody said, plant posies on their graves. And I want somebody to plant posies on my grave. What's a posy? A posy? Well, it's red geraniums with blue ageratums and maybe some white um, petunias.
0: What's an ageratum? It's it's a small
1: (laughs) purple flower. (laughs) So you sort of get the red, white, and blue combination.
0: Oh, I get it. (laughs) All right.
1: But we do a lot of, of graveside uh, memories. When I go and do my brother or my parents or even your mother, I talk to them. Now I know people are gonna think I'm a little goofy, but it's nice to remember them and to, to be there remembering them. And of course the third thing is my mother always said Never plant before Memorial Day. So Memorial Day is usually the day that we begin to plant our gardens in the snack of the woods.
0: Okay. Well, that sounds interesting. And I guess if you're gonna fly a flag, it's important to fly a flag any day that you can, but you might want to observe the formalities and that is fly it at half staff only until noontime. Right. And then raise it all the way to the top of the flagpole, top of the staff after that.
1: But if you're putting it up from scratch that morning, raise it all the way to the top and then lower to half staff. Right. Then raise it again and and leave it up for the remainder of the day, right? Yep.
0: Well, lots of good things to think about on Memorial Day.
1: I wonder how many people know how to properly fold a flag. I was always really pleased to be a member of Girl Scouts and learn how to properly fold a, a flag. And somebody asked us the other day if we knew of anybody still who was properly disposing of flags, because they can't just be thrown away.
0: Well, our daughter Catherine asked that question, and it used to be that the Boy Scouts were in a program, I'm not sure whether they still do.
1: I'm sure they do.
0: Where you could give flags to them, and they would have a flag retirement ceremony, and Right. And I'm not sure if they burned the flags or what did they do? Oh, yes. Okay. So here's a question to the listening audience. If you have somebody in your family who's a Boy Scout, get back to me and let me know whether or not the Boy Scouts still have a program for taking old flags and disposing of them. And by the way, you can call me, Ray Lance, at 508-998-8858, but I'd love to know the answer to that question. Because we we don't keep our flags flying when they start to unravel.
1: Yes, we always get very upset when we go by flags flying in the breeze and they're all tattered with with flapping pieces. Always makes you want to stop and tell the owner to get a decent flag up there.
0: Well, I've I've done that before for a couple of organizations. I did it along one twenty eight once in in the Boston area. I guess it was in Needham, and there was this brand new. F- Huge factory building, they had this terrible flag out front where, like, the bottom piece was hanging down like a strip. And I actually got off the highway, went in and knocked on the door and told them how disrespectful (laughs) it was for them to fly that flag and they really ought to take it down entirely until they could get a new one. And they did. The next time I drove by, the flag was down and they got themselves a new one. There's a church in Dartmouth right now. I'm not going to give the name of it and embarrass anybody, but They fly their flag all the time on a fairly prominent corner, and the flag needs to be taken down and replaced. It's not that much money to replace a flag. So if you're going to fly it, fly it with respect.
1: And we still fly our two flags out here. As often as it's nice weather and they're not going to get blown apart by the wind, we fly the American flag and the Marine flag.
0: Right. Not the Marine flag, the Marine Corps flag.
1: Marine Corps, I'm sorry and um once a marine always a marine
0: so basically um i'm not going to really make a lot of commentary on this one but i don't think it's really appropriate to fly a flag on the back of a pickup truck i don't think that's a proper way to display the american flag but that's all i will say about that
1: i think that's probably good that you're not going to say more
0: (laughs) (laughs) um I have long believed that sacrifice is the pinnacle of patriotism. Bob Riley made that comment once. Who did? Bob Riley. But I have, a, I have a quotation that I want to save specifically for the end from Martin Luther King because I think it's very appropriate for Memorial Day. So this will be a quiet Memorial Day, Tenny, in any event. I'd like to just encourage anybody who is interested in learning more about veterans' benefits to do two things. One, contact your local veterans' office, veterans' agent. And two, if you have questions other than that, please get in touch with Tenny at 508-998-8800. And she'd be happy to answer questions. I know from time to time you've got some handout materials that are useful too, right, Tenny?
1: We do. We'll be happy to send them if you call up and ask for anything on veterans. Is that what um, you have right there? Yes, we have a, a small uh, brochure called Your Guide to Veterans Benefits. So it's a, then,
0: it's a tri-fold piece of paper. It's called Your Guide to Veterans Benefits. And what's the other one called?
1: Uh, special brochures on the Aid and Attendance Program. Um so we would be happy to send these out just call our office we are reopened we are seeing people by appointment Um, so please if you would like to receive any of these let us know
0: sometimes we get calls for things like this and other times we don't but if you would like information if you know somebody in your family who's a veteran if you're a veteran yourself um, give a call there's no charge there's no obligation to do anything Um, It's just important information that we think is helpful. So, Denny, um, this is going to be a really quiet Memorial Day. This might be a good day to visit cemeteries if they allow you to go in. I would think that they would as long as you keep social distancing, but I can't speak for all the local cemeteries. I just don't know what the rules are right now for that.
1: No, I don't either, but um, usually when I go to do the graves, as I call it, um, there aren't people around. Maybe it's because we're in the older parts of the cemetery where people have died quite a long time ago, but um, I I would expect that the cemeteries would have their gates open this weekend.
0: Well, people want to honor the memory of the people who died, whether they were veterans or not, so I would think they would be open as well. You know what I was wondering? Uh the one thing that we've always watched in the past is the National Memorial Day concert from Washington, DC. I wonder if they're doing that this year.
1: I doubt it. I don't see how they could. They may be recording it somewhere um inside, but I doubt that they're having any kind of a program like that, a group program outside.
0: Well, if not, then at least I hope at a minimum that maybe they're replaying the show from last year or something like that.
1: Right, exactly. Those are wonderful.
0: Because that's always a good concert uh, yep. to watch. And um, let me have a, another quotation from Will Carlton. Over all our happy country, over all our nation spread, is a band of noble heroes, is our army of the dead this is a day for a particular purpose it's a very patriotic day in our country and we have to always remember that's the purpose of it it's not just to watch a nice paid parade and have a picnic and so forth um, although the weather has been a little on the cool side anyway but it's a day to take take a few moments to just remember something and um, take a moment to ask for information from our office which we're happy to provide So, Tenny, um, it's a quiet day. It's a quiet day for a lot of people. And I'm not sure what else we can say about Memorial Day except to say that this will be a Memorial Day like none we've had in more than 100 years where we can't go out and commemorate properly.
1: And I hope that people don't, forget. I hope that they observe the day in some way, as you say. Um, I would like to say just one word to a member of our church congregation who I believe listens to us faithfully every week. And um, I just heard recently that she had a stroke. And so if one of our church members is listening today, please know that we're remembering you. And we're thinking of you, and we wish you well, get better soon.
0: Well, that's a very nice sentiment, and we value our veterans, and we should. And We
1: value the dead, our ancestors, our forefathers.
0: Well, without their sacrifice, we would not have the country that we have today. Right. We have a new class of heroes, um, not necessarily veterans, but doctors and nurses and first responders and people who are on the front lines taking care of people today. And some of them are sacrificing their own lives and have sacrificed their own lives just as much. So we want you to know that we're thinking of all of you. We want you to hope that we never have a Memorial Day like this again where we can't go out and give proper tribute. But we do want you to know that um, we remember and we will always remember I want to conclude today with a quotation that I thought was appropriate from Martin Luther King, Jr. In the end, we will remember not the words of our enemies, but the silence of our friends. And I think that applies to everybody who's made the ultimate sacrifice and died in service for the country. That's the purpose of Memorial Day, ladies and gentlemen. Please remember that We don't always sit here and just talk about financial matters and legal matters. Sometimes it's important to remember who we are as a country and who we are as a nation and remember those who came before us that allow us to have the life that we have. So with that, we're going to sign off, Tenny. We're going to say thank you to you, Tenny, and thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for listening. Thank you. Thank you for anyone who has had a family member who um, sacrificed their life in service of the country. And thank you for all veterans still living who have given service to the country. We will see you again next week on the radio.